Well, hey friend, I hope you are having a wonderful day. How's your week been going? The ice ended up staying here all last week, and so we were stuck at home basically Monday through Friday. And I have to say, I'm very grateful to be able to kind of be back to normal. However, I will say that I feel like a big win from last week for me was continuing to work the plan I laid out and get a lot of the things that I needed to get done, done in spite of the fact that we had this kind of extenuating circumstance with the ice. You know, sometimes we have to like celebrate those wins. If you haven't yet, take a moment and just think back over the last week and think about some of the wins that you had, big or small. It's important that we really celebrate these. Because too often, our brains want to tell us all the negative stuff about us, about the world, about our circumstances, and it can really bring us down. It's hard to be fruitful and productive whenever we have negative self-talk constantly going on in our head. So today I'm sharing four simple strategies to quiet that inner critic. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Ever feel like life is passing you by? Do you want to have a purpose-filled business that lights you up? Do you keep procrastinating and putting your dreams on the back burner? When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt ready or qualified. After I had a session with a coach that totally shifted my perspective, everything changed for me. Hi, I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mama, mindset coach, and daughter of the king. And I'm here to tell you that your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of fear and perfectionism and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. On this podcast, you'll learn how to renew your mind, get clarity on your purpose, and make confident decisions so you can walk out your faith with focus and consistency to finally create the freedom you want in your life and business. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So even if you've never heard the term inner critic, my guess is you already know what it is because we all have that. We have that voice in our head that tells us all the reasons why we shouldn't do something, why it won't work, um, why we're not good enough, why, you know, all all of the negative things, all that negative self-talk. You've probably heard it referred to as stinking thinking. If you aren't familiar with your inner critic or with negative self-talk, it can be really helpful to just take a certain period of time, like say the next hour or two hours, and observe your thinking, observe your thoughts. You can see if there's a time where that inner critic um, pipes up and also what it says, how often it has something negative to say. Once you get a sense of that inner critic and its voice, and I'm doing air quotes <laughs> because we don't hear it like out loud, it's, it's in our heads, right? Um, once you get a sense of its voice, then you can employ these four simple strategies whenever it starts saying things that are not particularly helpful. So strategy number one is to name your inner critic. 
it's funny, what inspired me to do this particular topic this week was a training by my friend Meg Bingham, who has the podcast Burnout Cure for Boss Mamas. If you haven't checked that out, go check it out. But she was talking about naming your inner critic. And it's funny because whenever she said it, I already, I've already named mine. I'd never really heard anybody talk about naming it before. Um, But mine got named kind of by happenstance. Another coach friend of mine and I boxer back and forth and we talk about things that, you know, my my brain is saying this or my brain is doing that. And my phone would autocorrect it to Brian with a capital B, like the name Brian. And so we both just started calling it Brian. (laughs) And so my inner critic's name just became Brian, which may sound a little crazy, but now whenever I say Brian is saying this, it's basically referring to my inner critic. Let me tell you guys, Brian is kind of a jerk. Brian does not say nice things all the time. Brian does not offer helpful insights or helpful advice. Brian tends to diminish motivation, bring discouragement. I mean, Brian, you know, left to his own devices. Brian can really bring me down. But there is something really powerful about naming your inner critic. As weird as it may sound, you may be like, you are crazy. But you should try it. Just just try it. It's not going to hurt anything to try it, right? Think about how we all kind of know someone that maybe tends to be on the glass half empty side of life, right? There's always maybe a little on the negative side or maybe really negative. And, you know, you take what they say with a grain of salt sometimes. This is just how they view life or this is just how they are. And you don't necessarily take on all of their attitudes and beliefs just because you hear it. Like, you're able to be like, oh, that's just how, you know, how that person is. That's kind of how I am with Brian. Oh, yeah, that's just how Brian is. Brian likes to bring up all the negative stuff. Which brings me to strategy number two, which is recognizing your inner critic for what it is. And it's really just thoughts. (laughs) Your inner critic is just, quote unquote, saying things in your head. They're thoughts that you have that are not necessarily facts. And a critic, because I looked up the definition is a person who expresses an unfavorable opinion of something. That's it. Like an opinion, an opinion. Your inner critic is just offering up these negative opinions, these negative thoughts, and they are not necessarily facts. Just because your brain thinks a thought doesn't mean that it's true. So whenever I think about it this way, when Brian offers up some opinions on different things that may be going on in my life or about me or about my body or about how good of a mom I am or about what other people may think of me, when Brian offers up these opinions, it's much easier for me to recognize that, oh, that's just a thought that Brian's having which really I'm having, right? Like, (laughs) it's not like Brian is actually a separate person from me. But you know what I'm saying? It's just a thought that I'm having. And it doesn't mean that it's fact or that it's true. You get to decide if you want to agree or disagree with the critic's opinion. And so that leads to strategy number three, which is to employ the four questions. So I've learned that a good thing to do is sometimes, you know, if it's really off the wall, if it's just a really ridiculous thought that I'm having, I'll just be like, oh, Brian, you're ridiculous, you know, and just leave it. But there are some times that, you know, Brian offers up a thought, a negative self-talky type thought that I know that there's some truth to, 
or that's, that I have a hang up about that's bothering me, or maybe it, it really is bringing me down. And then I know that, okay, maybe I need to do some self-coaching on this. And because I am a trained coach and I've worked with clients and on a number of issues, it's pretty easy for me to do this, but I know that not everyone has that background. So I want to give you some questions you can ask yourself to help you decide if you want to agree or disagree with your inner critic's opinion or thought that they're offering you. So this is a great place to employ the four questions. If you're not familiar with the four questions, it's it comes from the work of Byron Katie. And there's some things that I agree with her on. I don't agree with her on everything. When it comes to stuff in kind of the self-helpy world, I take what makes sense and is useful for me and I leave the rest. But the four questions I have found to be very helpful. So for whatever thought or opinion your inner critic is offering up, you just wanna ask yourself, is it true? And you'll get an answer, yes or no. A lot of times it's no, (laughs) right? Um, But sometimes it might be yes. Like you might actually be believing it or it could literally be true. The next question is, and this is what's so interesting. The next question is, how can you absolutely know that it is true? And so that's an interesting question. A lot of times the answer to this one is, well, I can't really know that it's true. You know, think about like if you're if your inner critic or your, you know, your kind of Brian or whatever is offering up um, things about like your body, say, or your business or anything about your mothering, whatever. You know, there may be parts of that that you feel like are true. And so, you know, while you may say yes to that, like, can you absolutely know that it's true? Well, that gets a little bit trickier. So that's a layer within these coaching questions that I find to be really helpful and interesting because it requires you to find evidence of the truth of this thought. And as Christians, where we go for truth is the Bible. So it can be really helpful to go to the Bible to find out, okay, what does God say about this issue? So for instance, say I'm having a negative thought about my body, like a real negative self-talk. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm not liking what I'm seeing and I'm saying a lot of negative stuff about it. Okay, I think most of us have had those moments, at least sometimes. As we're looking in the mirror and asking ourselves, is this thought true? The answer may be yes. Yes, it's true. I'm seeing it right there in the mirror, right? But then how can you absolutely know that it's true? What's great is that then if I were to go to the Bible and consult the Bible on what God says about my body, I now have a different perspective, (laughs) a better perspective of my body than I originally did. Okay, so that's that's the second question. The third question is, how do you react or what happens when you believe that thought? So let's go, we're continuing on with the the body, you know, the the negative self-talk when it comes to like physicality or your physical body. You know, how do you, like, what are you doing? What, how do you react? How do you show up? How do you behave when you believe that thought? I mean, that's important because that's showing you the effect that this thought is having in your life. The last question is really powerful because it helps to helps show you what is possible without that thought. So the question you ask yourself is, who would you be without the thought? 
who would you be without Brian's negative opinion? <laughs> you know, who would you be without it? And it's such an important question to ask. So just to recap, okay, those four questions that you can ask are, is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? How do you react and what happens when you believe that, that thought? And then lastly, who would you be without that thought? These are just four questions that you can use in order to decide whether or not you want to agree with Brian <laughs> and continue to think that thought, or if you maybe want to move on to the fourth strategy, which is to get someone else's opinion. And I don't literally mean that you need to go ask someone else their opinion of it, although, you know, that can sometimes be helpful. If you've done the questions in step three, you've kind of gotten another opinion by consulting your Bible. My go-to whenever I'm, when Brian's offering up a bunch of negative thoughts that are not helpful for my situation or not helpful for my life is to consult my inner problem solver, <laughs> okay? I ask myself questions like, what's really going on here? What can I do to create the result that I want? Questions like this help you shift back to a powerful place where you are solution focused instead of problem focused, where you have agency and where you don't get stuck in this, you know, this loop of negativity and stinking thinking. Just recently, I was coaching myself on a problem that I was having and, you know, as I was coaching myself, and I actually coach myself on paper, I know this sounds weird, but I even use two different colored pins whenever I'm like, it's kind of like journaling, but almost a conversation. I know it probably sounds strange, but I share this because it is a really powerful and helpful skill to develop. We can all do it. You don't have to be a trained coach to get benefit from this. By asking yourself really good questions, you can get some amazing answers. It's a great way to come up with ideas and to find solutions to a problem that you have. The way that I like to start out my coaching sessions, um, <laughs> once again in air quotes, but it's, you know, in my journaling is I just write, so what's on your mind? And if that sounds familiar, that is actually, I think it's still the prompt on Facebook for a, you know, for a Facebook post, you know, it says what's on your mind and then you start typing and it's such a great question. And so I want to share that because you can use that as well. It's a great question to prompt whatever it is that's kind of going on with you that you haven't acknowledged to come to the surface and be able to get out so that you can work it out. If you could use some extra help working it out and with your mindset and with your negative self-talk, I want to encourage you to book an unstuck session with me. Just go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash forward slash forward slash unstuck and grab your spot. When you take the time to ask yourself some really great questions or work with a coach, you will get much better insight and input than you do from your inner critic, which if yours sounds anything like mine, is usually some version of you stink, do better. So anyway, I hope that these four strategies help you. Have a fruitful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon.